welcome you. Whomever you love, we welcome you. My name is Elaine Yaley Bowen. It is my distinct privilege to serve as your worship associate this morning. Our service leader is the Reverend Stephen Protzman, and we are joined by Hal Walker, our Director of Religious Education, Colleen Taley, our Acting Director of Religious Education, the UU Church of Kent Peace Choir, and all of you. We are delighted to welcome you this morning into this religious community. I extend a special welcome to those who are those of you who are with us for the very first time this morning. Thanks for dashing through the raindrops. We are always glad to have guests at our services. We hope that all will stay for moments after the service, even though we are not having coffee hour downstairs um, in Fessenden Hall, which is still under floor reconstruction. Um, We hope you will um, mingle to chat with those you know, but especially with those you are meeting for the first time. Universalists, we light a flame within a chalice as a symbol of sanctuary and safety to unite us in our worship and to remind us of our ongoing search for the light of truth. We bring our separate fires together to kindle this flame of memory and hope. Our chalice lighter this morning is the Beale family. Would you join me now in the words for lighting the chalice which you'll find in your order of service? We come together to remind ourselves to treat all people kindly because they are our brothers and sisters to take good care of the earth because it is our home, to live lives full of goodness and love, because that is how we will make our world the best place it can be. Moving right through me, the river runs and connects me to the sea. Drop falls down into the stream, the stream flows into the ocean. These currents are a part of me and echo in my motion. We spend our lives drifting down the river, her liquid arms keeping us afloat. We walk the paths of those who came before us. To this path our currents we devote We move together We ride this river We become the water And go on forever Sometimes stops within the stillness of emotion But when within the river breaks We're right back to the ocean The water rushing over me Becomes the rain tomorrow It falls upon the broken ground And heals all earthly sorrow We spend our lives drifting down her liquid arms keeping us afloat. We walk the paths of those who came before us. 
Into this path our currents we devote We move together We ride this river We become the water and go on Forever Perhaps it's because I was born and raised in a coastal area and spent countless summers at the beach on the Atlantic Ocean. Perhaps it's because I was born under the astrological sign of Pisces, which is a water sign. Perhaps it has nothing at all to do with either of these. What I know is that I am drawn to water in its natural states. I feel at home and at peace by the lake shore, on the ocean, by a river or stream. Perhaps it is because the water speaks to me on an emotional and spiritual level. It is music as waves sing, brooks babble and rivers run. It is art as it reflects sun and sky. It is poetry as it nurtures and sustains all life. It is Gaia's power and prayer as rain bathes our planet and us. I am in awe of both her meekness and her might. I marvel that she takes the shape of that which contains her much as our hearts hold love. Come, let us worship together. So many streams so many streams make one river moving to the ocean. So many stones, so many stones make one mountain rising from the sea. I know we exist, we're the ones who are gifted with this dance of the mind And the body turns to dust in time for the soaring of our souls And there's a lesson in this for our bones It's the truth that we're never alone In the spiritual realm we're a glimpse and we're on our way home So many streams so many streams make one river moving to the ocean. So many stones, so many stones make one mountain rising from the sea. And the love in our hearts will awake when we open 
to the spark innate in the earth is turning round and round with her people of faith and hope. But there's a less blessing in every day. It's the blessing of constant change. We're on an evolutionary road and we're going home. So many stones, so many stones Make one river moving to the ocean So many stones, so many stones Make one mountain rising to the sea And here we are floating down the river, a life in the river. And here we are building up this mountain, a house of a mountain. And here we are moving through this moment, our home in the moment. And here we are living in the spirit, listening for the spirit, yearning for the God in all things to guide us on our long road home. Love, guide us on our long road home. So many streams, so many streams make one river moving to the ocean so many stones so many stones make one mountain rising from the sea make one mountain rising from the sea. They gathered for the first time 38 years ago. White women coming together in solidarity, awakening, reconnecting to their power, reclaiming their gender identity, seeking to make new meaning seeking to break open Unitarian Universalism to make it more inclusive. They did it with a simple but beautiful ritual we now call water communion. At the time this ritual was created, the language we used in our hymnals and our bylaws and our earlier version of the principles was men, he, male, etc. These women were angry because their voices were not being heard and their spiritual needs were not being met. So they decided to have a conference on women and religion in East Lansing, Michigan, November of 1980. No men were allowed to attend. <laughs> Carolyn McDade, who wrote our song, Spirit of Life, and Lucille Shuck Longview were asked to create a worship service for the conference. McDade recalls it was a strong service about community taking power, about creating a political and liberating theology. McDade and Longview spent a lot of time creating a service that has nature and community at its center, just like our service this morning. They named the service Coming Home Like Rivers to the Sea. The women gathered outside in a circle and sang songs of water and then combined water they had brought with them into a large clear bowl. As each woman poured her water in the bowl, she said something about the water's significance. One woman brought water she had collected from the Pacific Ocean near her home. 
Another woman brought water from the Mississippi River. Another brought water from the Hudson Bay, another from the Gulf of Mexico. Another brought rainwater she caught as it dripped from the roof of her house. This ritual inspired these women to be more active in Unitarian Universalism and to become leaders in our movement. During that conference, the first draft of our current principles and purposes was written, and the sexist language of the original principles was changed to be more inclusive and reflect the diversity of our denomination. Now, almost 40 years later, most of our UU congregations celebrate water communion around this time of the year. Water communion is simple, but it's very powerful because of everything it teaches us. It symbolizes Unitarian Universalism, which finds its true strength in diversity, drawing from many different places and many sources of wisdom. Water communion challenges us to remember that water is a precious gift we need to live. We are reminded that there are people in this country, including Flint, Michigan, and across the world who do not have access to clean, safe water, and that we must work to provide them this basic human need. In this time of climate change, we witness the power of water to destroy as well as give life. We honor and recognize the important role that water plays in our everyday lives. We are cradled in the waters of the womb before we are born, and we are made of about 70% water. Without water, we die very quickly. Many religions believe water has spiritual cleansing power, too. Every drop of water, every single drop, has an amazing story of its own to tell. It was there as life began, and it was in the dinosaurs and the food you ate for dinner last night. It's been part of Jesus of Nazareth and the Buddha and Martin Luther King Jr. and Abraham Lincoln and, of course, Harry Potter. This very water was drunk by slaves building the pyramids and sipped from goblets of gold by kings and queens. It's flowed over Niagara Falls and seen the lush beauty of the Amazon. Water has spewed as steam from volcanoes and scoured the earth as a massive glacier. We drink it, use it to clean virtually everything, and we certainly play in it. So was water a part of your summer fun? Yeah. Who went fishing? Anybody go fishing? Okay. Who went swimming? Yeah. Who spent some time at a lake? Who went canoeing or boating or inner tubing on a river? <coughs> Who played with water guns and got wet on a hot summer day? <laughs> Who went skinny dipping? <laughs> <laughs> Who played in a water park? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Who saw a thunderstorm or rainbow? And who saw the ocean? During my adventures this summer, I visited some beautiful springs in southern Indiana, places where water comes out of the earth to become streams and then joins with other streams to become rivers. As I thought about our ingathering this morning, the beginning of an exciting and challenging new liturgical year, the idea of streams flowing together to become a river seems to really fit to me. We are like those streams, people from a variety of sources, meeting and being together, bringing waters from the world to blend together. Those waters are our lives, our hopes and our dreams, our needs and our fears, our struggles and our strengths. We come together because we know our strength is in our unity. 
We nurture one another and help each other grow and use our gifts in service to this community and the world. We witness each other's lives. We share the accomplishments and struggles of living and we walk together in our covenant of mutual care and love. This morning we gather as those women did, coming together in solidarity, awakening, reconnecting to our power, seeking to make new meaning. But we seek more than solidarity and harmony. We seek to open our hearts and Unitarian Universalism even more, to make this community and our chosen faith even more inclusive. We dream of peace and justice for all people. We recommit ourselves to living our seventh principle, the interconnected web of all existence of which we are each a part. So this morning, as we share in the water communion, as we blend the water we've brought and we blend our lives together once again, let us pray that together we create a river of love and of power, of hope and possibility, of radical hospitality that, just like the rivers shape the earth, will shape our world into a place where we truly cherish one another and dwell in peace together. May it be so, and together we can make it so. Everyone is welcome to participate in our water communion this morning. If you didn't bring any water, there is water in a small pitcher here you're welcome to use. And here's how we'll do the ritual this morning. There are three different opportunities to share the water you've brought. First, we'll pour water that symbolizes travel, movement, change, and discovery. Then we'll pour water that symbolizes life's storms and struggles, our concerns, worries, frustrations, and losses. Then we'll pour water that reminds us of hope. Don't worry about which time for sharing your water is the right time. Simply choose one of the three times that feels right and invite you to think about your life and the meaning of the water you pour. As we share our water, the choir will sing a verse of the song Swimming to the Other Side, and then we'll all join in the chorus. The words are in your order of service. We're going to begin our ritual by pouring a little of the water from last year's water communion. Part one, pouring the water of travel and discovery. David White has written where many rivers meet. All of the water below me came from above. All the clouds living in the mountains gave it to the rivers who gave it to the sea, which was their dying. And so I float on cloud become water, central sea surrounded by white mountains, the water salt once fresh, cloud fall and stream rush, tree root and tide bank leading to the river's mouths and the mouths of the rivers sing into the sea. The stories buried in the mountains give out into the sea and the sea remembers and sings back from the depths where nothing is forgotten. We bring the waters of travel and discovery, the water of adventure, growth, and learning from the Great Lakes, the Pacific and Atlantic Oceans, and the Euphrates and Tigris rivers. We bring water that invites us to break out of routines, 
to see life as a journey rather than a destination, and to embrace the joy and wonder that comes when we experience new places, new ideas, and new ways of living. I invite you now, come, pour your waters of travel and discovery. I am alone and I am searching, hungering for answers in my time. I am balanced at the brink of wisdom. I'm impatient to receive a sign. I move forward with my senses open. Imperfection, it will be my crime. In humility, I will listen. I am swimming to the other. struggles. Mary Oliver writes in Hurricane, it didn't behave like anything you had ever imagined. The wind tore at the trees, the rain fell for days, slant and hard, the back of the hand to everything. I watched the trees bow and their leaves fall and crawl back into the earth as though that was that. This was one hurricane I lived through. The other one was of a different sort and lasted longer. Then I felt my own leaves giving up and falling. The back of the hand to everything. But listen now to what happened to the actual trees. Toward the end of that summer, they push new leaves from their stubbed limbs. It was the wrong season, yes, but they couldn't stop. They looked like telephone poles and didn't care. And after, 
the leaves became blossoms. For some things, there are no wrong seasons, which is what I dream of for me. We bring the water of life's storms and struggles, the water of power, of intense energy of storms. From the Niagara and Victoria Falls, the Southern Ocean and the Caribbean Sea, and the mighty Columbia and Colorado Rivers, we bring water that honors our grief and sorrows, reminds us that we travel together through life's struggles and challenges, invites us to grow and become strong. I invite you now, come and pour your waters of life's storms and struggles. Part three, pouring the water of hope, the fountain by Denise Levertov. Don't say, don't say there is no water to solace the dryness at our hearts. I have seen the fountain springing out of the rock wall and you drinking there. And I too, before your eyes, found footholds and climbed to drink the cool water. The woman of that place, shading her eyes, frowned as she watched, but not because she grudged the water, only because she was waiting to see we drank our fill and were refreshed. Don't say, don't say there is no water. That fountain is there among its scalloped green and gray stones. It is still there and always there with its quiet song and strange power to spring in us, up and out through the rock. We bring the water of hope, the water of resilience, of possibility of life. From the boundary waters, from Mammoth Spring, the Nile and the Amazon rivers, the great aquifers beneath us and the rain clouds above us. We bring water that renews and refreshes, that flows through us and all of life, making us all one, and that makes all things new. Come now, pour your water of hope. Now would you join me in a blessing of the waters in this community? This is a responsive reading you'll find as an insert in your order of service. The waters are tranquil when we affirm the interconnectedness of people everywhere, when we express our commitment to this community and to the earth in ways that call forth beauty and generate strength, and when we minister to each other with compassion. May our waters be peaceful and our sailings smooth. The waters rush when we embrace our imagination and our creativity, our power to unveil our old ways of thinking and to create new visions. May we ride the waves with a sense of joy, freedom, and fun. The waters shine when we use our powers wisely and for the good, when we question and doubt, when we challenge ourselves to understand ourselves and the world around us. May our waters sparkle, inspire, and illuminate. And when the waters storm, we consecrate our energy and loyalty to signify that we place ourselves 
hearts, minds, and hands at the service of something larger than ourselves. May the spirit that is love hold us, and may this community nourish us as our journey together continues, and may we be renewed in our call to inspire love, seek justice, and grow in community. May it be so. And now, and now would you join me in the words for extinguishing the chalice which are in your order of service. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the power of commitment. May we carry these in our hearts and in our minds until we are together again. These are the words of Kayla Rice. Today you brought water and poured it into a common bowl. Though our experiences have differed, these waters mingle, signifying our common humanity. Today you came and shared in this sacred community. May you depart the sacred space, hearts filled with hope for new beginnings, a fresh start. Go forth, but return to this community where rivers of tears may be shed, where dry souls are watered, where your joy bubbles, where your life cup overflows, where deep in your spirit you have found in this place a home. So now blessed by this time together and filled with hope for the possibilities awaiting us, let us go forth in peace and joy to inspire love, seek justice, and grow in community. May it be so. Blessed be and amen.